This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Rubin. How are you? I'm good. Um, I really liked our show the other day. That was fun. (laughs) It was really fun. The Syntopicon. That one. That one, that yeah, it's uh, that polysyllabic word that I feel like I'm going to say incorrectly, so I'm just going to hard pass on that. Okay, well, it's a syntopicon. It, it, you know, we're reviewing we're reviewing some of our other um, our other photographers who we had on and kind of finding threads through there. So anyway, um, we're back with our our guest today, um, and so I wanted to introduce you to Elian Raful. Uh, Elian is a uh, commercial photographer here in San Francisco, and she's you know also had a career as a model and i think when we met a bunch of years ago i don't know uh, were you making a shift there or like how did that transition happen or anyway elian suzanne suzanne elian <laughs> hey, nice to meet you <laughs> nice to meet you nice to see you did i get that right did you, you transition <laughs> or were you always the uh, were you i mean were you always uh, being a professional photographer even as you were modeling um it came Pretty quickly after I started modeling, I have to say, but I I did transition in my career to uh, do more headshot and studio type of shoots as opposed to a lot of event photography. What was was there some rationale to that? I was just wanting to learn more lighting and really enjoy being with people and ha- really also enjoy one-on-one um, time. And I f- felt that I could get good shots of people. Uh, and I was always around a lot of professionals that needed headshots. So it kind of just made sense to segue from from events to, to headshot photography, just being in the Bay Area. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, you were saying you had a shoot today. Is that right? Yeah. I uh, just was shooting at... Twitter headquarters here in San Francisco. Cool. Awesome. How'd Is it that go? a headshot project or a, what was that? Yeah. So um, I've done a lot of work with them. And today was mostly the headshots for executives that would need photos for their speaking engagements. I'm so happy when I have a team with me, when I can just relax and like know that, I mean, you ha- I think it's really important to know the, the, basics of all the things so you can like know what to tell your team that you need and like show you know and know what how to use everything but at the end of the day when you have people that you can trust around you you can just focus on what you need to focus on (laughs) your energy absolutely you have so much more energy because you're not thinking about so many other details and you don't feel like you're losing your mind you know um and on, you know, I'm talking about like, you know, when I'm shooting a lot of different people. And <laughs> well, yeah. Can you imagine like you get that time with these Twitter executives, you have 15 yeah. minutes, 10 minutes. And if you had to run everything and then you get back at the end and you realize 
oh my gosh, half those things didn't work. That would be, that'd be awful. So it just, it, I would imagine it just takes the pressure off and it lets you be you, you get to be what you're really good at and get the shot and get them comfortable and get their, get their essence in 10 minutes or less. <laughs> yeah. Great team is everything. I'm so, I'm so grateful to like know good people that I can count on when I, when I need it. And I'm always, always keeping my eyes and ears open because having those people ready, ready to go and like, and on your side and, and wanting to work hard with you. It's just, it's Huge. just so important. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. And, and, and that's, that's said, that's why I put the time in and I do work and I do show, you know, you have to like be on your A game and always like, um, you have to earn the respect Absolutely. Of, of like the people that are working with you. So if you yeah. show up and you don't know anything, they're not going to like, they're going to be like, who is this person? Yeah. I'm like, doing all the work and she's, she's not sure what's going on. Still all the I mean, I was still yeah. putting away equipment today. I mean, I worked my team. I was still like moving things around and, and hands on and stuff. And That's like, awesome. They see that. Yeah. It's, Do you recruit from like when you're on? So if like you're shooting, if you're being, if you're like on the other side of the camera, or if you're an assistant, are you like looking at everyone else? And is that oh, how you're pulling? Oh Smart. my gosh! <laughs> being in front of the camera, I am always watching like a hawk the whole thing <laughs> and the dynamic and how they are and how they talk about each other and how they work with each other and and like it's so. It's been really great. I've found some really cool makeup artists and stylists and even like assistants through through that and like you have a totally different perspective and they're not yeah like, a, a lot of the times they don't know that I've sh that, that I shoot they are not aware at all you know what I mean yeah. they're not gone so I'm able to catch it's like their honest self. Yeah, they don't think that you're a potential employer. They're right. just, this is them, this is how they are, and you, you get the real deal, which is yeah. great. Of course, you're, then you definitely get real people because you know how they, they are on set. I know how professional. Yes, and, yeah. And it's really, really important to me because I, like, I work really hard when, you know, I like, when I'm not, I, there's a lot of days in a row where I'm just like, I don't have gigs. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like free to do I have more free time to do certain things, but I feel like I'm always working no matter what. Even yeah. if I'm going to the museum, it's like inspiration, and I'm always thinking about what I'm going to, you know, like I'm always taking in things that I know yeah. that are going to be channeled through, through hopefully like work that I'll be able to do. That's cool. Wow. What do you feel is the most important thing? Um, we we interviewed Nigel Barker uh, the uh, last episode and uh, or a couple episodes ago, and he has this new um, or he has this show that came out called Top Photographer, and he had set up the it's kind of like Top Model or like America's Next Top Model, but for photographers. And one of the challenges on that show was having these photographers um, shoot this famous fencer. And they put them through kind of like this, like they put the, you, know, you have 30 minutes, you've never met them before, go. And you had to capture their essence, which is, you know, obviously that's a challenging thing with someone you've never met. And he was, it was really interesting hearing what was most important about starting a photo, starting a photo shoot with someone that you've never met before. How do you approach that situation? 
Like, what's the most important thing for you if you're like, if when you're put in that situation, you're like, you have to do these headshots, you have to capture their essence for, you know, this is going to be their their headshot for speaking engagements and things. And you have 30 minutes, go. And you have 30 minutes. <laughs> I got 15, 10, sometimes max wow. 20 minutes for some of these shoots. Um, yeah, I... And, and and I am told to capture personality. <laughs> no I, pressure. Listen, I mean, as far as that challenge goes, they didn't have any background information, didn't have time to research them. But I, I do ask uh, what role they play in the company. I do a little bit of homework beforehand. Yeah. I can get an idea. Sometimes I find out that beforehand that I am connected to another team member of theirs and we could chit chat about that. And, but really, it's all about just just having a little small talk conversations, even if it's as simple as the weather. It's just. Do, you, do yeah. you talk to them during? I mean, is it during the shoot? Are you also interviewing them a little bit, or do you get that out of the way beforehand, and then you can concentrate when you're shooting them? I. It just depends how much time I have. <laughs> so, for instance, like today. I always really like to start out by complimenting. You know, I always, I oh, and, and that's just in general in life. I like, I don't know where I learned this from, but I, I feel like it was some sort of um, probably from my, one of my communication classes in college. But uh, I always look at something, a few things to compliment someone on. So like when I'm talking to them, I can, you know. I, it just you can tell the energy shifts when you say something positive and nice. Yeah. And so immediately I just say, "Hi, how are you doing? You know, I really like your sweater. That's a great color, and and it's genuine. You know, yeah. I, you see something that I can compliment someone on, and then I talk about it, and then they feel great. And then sometimes we have a conversation about that where they're like, "Oh yeah, thank you. My wife picked this out. This <laughs> like, or I wasn't sure, and I brought another thing. I'm like, let's talk about that." So, you know, just kind of having an opening compliment, opening line or opening, you know, conversation, just simple, small talk is always great. Sometimes I'll be able to chit chat with them during the shoot. A lot of the times I'm giving direction because um, when I'm shooting, you know, a lot of times people are, haven't been in front of the camera very much. So they, they really are asking for direction. They don't want, they, they feel frozen. They don't want to just stand there. They want to be told, hey, like. If you angle your chin this way, you know, so. Do you, do you have the um, shutter release sound on your camera? Do you use that sound? Do they know when you've taken a picture and is that important? Or are you yeah. just shooting without it? When I'm shooting, uh, I'm shooting with lights most of the time. So they know when the photo is being taken because the lights are flashing. In oh, their face. right, right. <laughs> but yeah, when I'm shooting natural light too, I, uh, I there's, you could always hear the shutter. You could put it on kind of like silent shutter, but it's, you can still kind of hear it. I just wonder if that feedback is useful or helpful for them. They're maybe holding a pose or whatever, and the, the sound of that is, is kind of giving them a notice to, they can move now for a moment. Or is that, did I just make that up? Is that completely? No, I mean, right on. I tell people, hey, every time I click the button is an opportunity for you to do a micro movement. And those micro movements are going to be great for you when you're selecting the photo because you're giving yourselves a lot more options. How many? Do you like shooting models more or do you like shooting kind of untrained talent, I will say? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just enjoy shooting interesting people. I mean, 
it's I have great friends who are models that are really fun to get creative with and shoot. Yeah. What do models do that regular people don't do? <laughs> models are regular people too. <laughs> well, they're very comfortable in front of a lens. Is that is that the only distinction? Um, well, there's a, there's also distinction between certain models and certain levels, certain professionals that have worked on you know for a certain amount of time and. I would say, yeah, if, if there's a person that's been in front of the camera for for a good amount of time and you're shooting something specific, uh, for instance, if you're shooting uh, jewelry, they're very aware of what they need to do to sell the product. And, you know, a lot of the times you won't have to give them too much direction. So uh, it just really depends depends on the model. I mean, I, as a model, I've been told this because I've, I've worked with companies and they're like, wow, like you understand what you're doing. Like, you know, certain models freeze that certain models don't, don't do that. Um, so it just depends on, on who it is. Do you think that helps differentiate you because you have experience on, on both sides? I would hope that you're a better that you're a better photographer because I look at your work and I see um, there's just kind of this like easiness, this lightness, this like real um, like this beauty. Everyone's skin looks great. They're they're beautifully lit, and there's just this these like great moments that you are able to capture that that I that I that I really love. I really admire. It's like oh, that's that's the kind of headshot I want. You know how much how much of that is post production? Are those people really beautiful with great skin and great light, or you have to fix that? I'm really particular about lighting. I I also feel that um, I mean I've done headshots where clients want specific artistic direction with the lighting that has a little bit more shadows and a little bit different than what I have shown on my website. But I really want people just to look at themselves, like look like themselves, but the best version of themselves. And I feel like a nice even light. Uh, I enjoy looking at myself with that light, so I just kind of tested my on myself. Like, oh, what would I like? Well, I like this light, and I feel like it's the most flattering on my face. And certain shadows and in certain angles don't make me look the best. So why why not just have really flattering light for for everyone? You know, so that's always my goal is to just give the most flattering light for uh, each person that I shoot and make sure that they are liking it. It seems like that lighting is the hardest part of being a professional photographer, knowing how to light something. It's co- it's complicated. It's electronic, and there are temperatures and um, intensities, and then yeah. strobing and synchronizing. Like I can <laughs> see that it's it's super. It's not. It's complicated. And she only has fifteen minutes. I mean, like she like total pro, not paid to fail. You know, <laughs> go in. You've got fifteen minutes or less. Go. <laughs> I. I have to say, yeah, when I was learning, I almost, I felt like I was losing my mind when I (laughs) was very overwhelmed uh, when I was learning studio lighting. And and now that I understand it, now that I've been around it, and I push myself in a lot of situations where um, I felt a little uncomfortable and I had to learn and I had to learn quick. And I've also put myself in a lot of positions where I took took um, jobs where I was assisting and, you know, slumping around heavy equipment just so I can get more experience and knowledge from uh, really great photographers. And that really helped me just feel more comfortable and confident. And 
as soon as I kind of figured it out and as soon as I was also able to um, get bigger budgets from clients where I could also have a team of people with me, I'm not doing like the job today I didn't do by myself. I had a team of at least three people helping me set up the lights, helping me, you know, set up the computer system. They're checking the photos, you know, and when you trust the people that you're working with too, you can focus on your job. I'm focusing on my communication with the client, my communication with the subject and, um, you know, really getting them in frame and also knowing how to communicate while I'm holding the camera and, um, you know, keeping up the positive energy with the whole team. So, Interesting. Yeah. And do you, and, and, and you use, I, I, I ask everybody this, but like, are you okay with Photoshop? People, you Photoshopping your pictures? Am I okay with, with having my, either having it done on pictures that you're in or as a photographer, are you having it done on the pictures you take? Is that something you rely on in post-production? I really, so when I light, I really like to light where I know that it's not going to be too much work on the back end. Mm-hmm. Well, the raw photos look really close to what the final images do. I mean, obviously we touch up the backdrop and, and there's like wrinkles in clothing that we weren't able to fix while we're there. And if they can be Photoshopped, then you know we will Photoshop. Or there's like certain like little tiny pieces of hair we call, we call flyaways that, <laughs> that um, we can't, you know, smooth out with product on set. Uh-huh. That, you know, the retoucher will retouch out um and some some clients really want they are like hey i want this photoshop done (laughs) section and that little thing and um yeah we're not changing the shape of people's faces we're not changing you know slimming people down or anything like that i i really am not I, i really have seen photos of myself that have been poorly photoshopped and i'm why did you even hire me as a model? Like, if you're going to talk about that much. Um, and so there's, like, a love-hate relationship with it. I like a little bit of it, you know. It's nice to kind of sweeten the photo, and it's nice to have that tool. If you, you know, there's a piece of lint that you forgot on someone's shirt, you know, you, you didn't catch. So, but... I mean, Nigel, Nigel Barker suggested that... It's all about the clients. It's all about getting the shot. And if you need Photoshop, you need photo. Like we put on makeup, yeah. we'll light it. Like why yeah. wouldn't you use that to anything that makes it better? Like he has it's, no qualms. It's it's it, it's all about the tools. It's all about using the tools, uh, in and I think a, in the right way and and being tasteful with it. Um, and I, you know, I like I said, I have clients that are that are requesting more Photoshop. I have clients that really want things scaled down and to look as natural as possible, as nice as possible, but as natural as possible. And some people don't even want, you know, the, the photos to be touched. They're happy with them as is. So um, it just depends. And yeah, at, at the end of the day, I really do enjoy nothing. I, I don't I enjoy everything when the client is happy with, with the result. We <laughs> feel good. Um, um, cool. That's cool. I want to get back to something that you said about, um, so for lighting, uh, the importance of it and that you want to sort of light things in a way that minimizes the amount of work you have to do post-production. But it sounds like you really, you really 
dove in and learned lighting on site. You were sort of apprenticed yourself to, you know, different photographers. And I, I love that style of learning. I feel like even when people, when you go to school for something, you don't really learn the hard knocks until you get out and you get out in the world and you're like, oh, this is all the stuff I really needed to learn. Um, do you, when you're, you're photographed by a lot of different photographers, do you feel differently when you are photographed by a male photographer versus a female photographer? Uh, that's kind of a tough one because I feel, I feel it just really depends on the person. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes crazy. sense. I mean, there's some female photographers out there that are have more of a stern energy and are not as friendly. <laughs> and there's female photographers that are super sweet and super friendly. And same with male photographers. It just depends really on the, the energy that they bring and not so much about the gender. Although, you know, of course you are aware of, you know, if it's a, if it's certain, um, if it's someone that might, you could feel has a crush on you or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. um, vibes there that maybe, I think at the beginning, like when I was a lot younger, I would kind of pick up on and, uh, I wasn't as selective and I didn't really know. I was a little bit more naive on like what photographers I would do like a test shoot with. Yeah. And so um, there's definitely that kind of, hey, like certain men are like, hey, lady, I'm a photographer. Like, <laughs> you have to be careful, you- right? <laughs> what I liked what you said earlier about just the importance of being able to um, focus on the client and maintain the energy and have have that sort of relationship with having it be this sort of intimate moment and letting the rest of your team run the computer and run the lights. What I love hearing about that is just how important it is for the person on the other side and for you, because when you're being photographed, it does feel a little, you're a little vulnerable. You're opening up, you're kind of, you know, whatever the windows of your soul are, are, you know, are being, being peered into. Um, And so I, I really liked hearing how that is very important to you. And having that connection is, is a priority to get everyone really comfortable and keeping that positive energy up. Do you have any like tips or tricks or things that you like to do if you feel like the energy is slumping that I don't know, like turning up the music or I, I don't know anything you'd like to share? Yeah, uh, you said it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Turn up the music. <laughs> another note, music is so important. I really don't like shooting without music. What do you play? I have such a variety of <laughs> that I play. Usually when we're starting the day, it's very ambient. Mm-hmm. Uh, today felt like more ambient beats too, and then sometimes like, I like a little bit of Beyonce, especially when I'm shooting like. Fierce. Yeah. So, <laughs> I get it. And sometimes I just ask, you know, the client, hey, do you have a playlist or do you have any, you know, just plug in their music or. And uh, I mean, I know for myself, when I'm in front of the camera, I definitely can. I am affected by, by the music. And if I hear a song that pumps me up, it's just like when you're working out at the gym, right? You know, oh, you totally. Song that you turn on mm-hmm. and it pumps you up and you could, you know, lift that extra weight. Yep. <laughs> I have a ski playlist that involves a lot. It was like Jay-Z. Uh, it was just like, for some <laughs> reason that was, that was definitely going down like a double black diamond that I was like, I would be a little scared about. I'd be like, yes, 
I'm going to pump this. Um, <laughs> Elian, like a lot of our listeners are not professional photographers. They're just uh, people with smartphones. And I wonder, both as a photographer and as a subject of photographs, like what kind of advice you give your friends or give people as they are sort of experimenting with their own photography? Um, I would say just shoot. <laughs> just keep, keep shooting? Just keep shooting and learning and having fun with it and using it as, you know, your tool to communicate your message to the world and and don't be so hard on yourself. I find that I have to check myself constantly for negative self-talk <laughs> and mm -hmm. comparison. Uh, what is that quote? Comparison is the thief of, of joy. And oh, I, I love that. have to yeah. check myself a lot. I did like a social media break for a bit because I found that I was looking for inspiration photos, but in the midst of that, I kept comparing myself to other photographers' careers and feeling really bad. Mm. And I, I think that um, it's great to be inspired, but there's so much to be inspired by, not just photographs, you know, like go on nature walks and go, like, you know, I love going to the De Young and Monet is there right now. And that was just so inspiring to walk around all those beautiful paintings and, um, you know, traveling. That's where I like to invest my, uh, <laughs> extra earnings is to go, <laughs> adventures do you shoot do you shoot people when you're out on these trips or are you shooting landscapes and still lifes sometimes, sometimes i'm not sometimes i'm just with my iphone getting like literally like just shooting inspiration shots mm -hmm. uh, i i took an art lesson last summer and the instructor instructor part of the i was learning painting and the instructor said to just walk around and take pictures like with your iPhone and and like see what catches your eye and like use that like as a platform for your work. And I kind of took that and put it in my pocket and used that and I, I, uh, for photography and I started doing more things with my phone and more videos and found that going back to it, I can kind of see like what caught my eye at that time and uh you know it it helps me when I'm wanting to like grab my camera and actually start shooting what do you find you, yourself taking pictures of when you're doing these just these inspiration shots is it like the quality of light or color I'm so now now like I don't know what happened but I love just color I love I'm noticing I'm more attracted to like retro <laughs> vibe. retro colors then like like just like art deco oh, and, style and nice. things that are just kind of reminiscent of like the 80s 90s like i know that's the thing right now but it's <laughs> like you know i'm child of the 80s so i'm just um there's a lot, like in LA, I, 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 I'm finding that I'm, you know, when I'm there, there's so many like random, I don't know, like houses and shopping centers that are just so out of date that it's like, totally, but yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I was just in, I was just in LA and had that same, like, it's, it's a really fun, is that your favorite place to shoot? Would you say? No, I really love, I'm really inspired a lot when I'm in New York. Mm. Just because there's so many 
different types of people and characters and street art. I love just walking around. I, so I do have one more question. Uh, if you could describe your photography or your photography style in one word, what would you what would you use to describe it? My photography style, I don't know, clean, fresh. <laughs> Yeah, I'll buy that. Definitely, I can see that. I'd say that too. That's actually yeah. a pretty good description. <laughs> clean and fresh. It's well, sort of you. You're kind of clean and fresh. That's what, Is that your brand? It is. It must be. It's so on brand. Elian, <laughs> hey, thank you so much for coming and joining us. Um, we really like introducing people to every kind of photographer and all the different experiences that photographers have and um, appreciate your time. Thank you, thanks for having me. Absolutely, so if you haven't seen her work, you should check it out at www.elian.co. Um, lovely chat chatting with you, thank you so very much. We will wrap it up. Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos and post comments and leave reviews and ratings on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe. We get new listeners from you telling your friends and spreading the word. If you know someone who might get something from us, send them a link. Thanks to Mitchell Foreman for our theme music and all of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time.